0: This is All India Radio. In the weekly program Current Affairs, we now bring you a discussion on significance and historical perspective of Kartarpur Corridor. The participants are Shashi Uban Tripathi, former diplomat and Professor Rupam Kaur from Telly University. Simran Sodhi journalist initiates and moderates the discussion.
1: Today we are discussing the historical significance attached to the Kartarpur corridor. We will see the inauguration of the Kartarpur corridor tomorrow and in celebration of the 550th birth anniversary of Guru Nanak Dev. Ambassador Tripathi, when you see this opening of the Kartarpur corridor and it has a huge historical and religious significance attached to it. Could you take our listeners to a slightly nostalgic trip where they get a sense of how historically important this is for India and for pilgrims who will travel from India tomorrow to Kartarpur Sahib?
2: Since you asked for the background, I will tell you that Kartarpur Sahib is important because this was the final place where Guru Nanak Dev Ji came and set up his home and his ashram. So for the last 17 years of his life, He spent in Katarpur, where he became a farmer. He tilled the soil in keeping with his message of earning an honest living. So he was trying to practice what he preached. So 17 years he spent over there. And that is where he finally took Samadhi. And among his followers, he had Hindus, And Muslims and the message that he gave to them was universal and that message is true even today. So that is why this place is so sacred and so important for the Sikhs. After the partition of India and Pakistan, the Sikhs were bereft of this place of pilgrimage. There are people from India and across the world Sikhs. They did go to Nankana Sahib which is the birthplace of Guru Nanak. They went to Panja Sahib which is also very important. But Katarpur Sahib somehow remained in the background though it was of such vital importance. So now with the opening of this corridor, pilgrims will be able to go and have a darshan of the place where the founder of Sikhism, spent the last 17 years of his life.
1: Dr. Rupam, if we were to take forward the historical significance and as Ambassador Tripathi pointed out, this is something we will see that the pilgrims from India will finally get to go to Kartarpur Sahib and this has been a long-standing demand of the Sikh community in India and India and Pakistan have together come and now we see the inauguration of the corridor tomorrow. From the point of view of connecting people across borders and from the point of view of respecting religious sentiments because at the end of the day this is in accordance with respecting other people's religious sentiments how do you see this playing out also in the backdrop of India Pakistan the fact that this is this historical religious thing which has been achieved on the ground but this is also across the borders we are basically talking of going from one country to another not too
3: far off but the significance of this I'll begin with by saying that it is more about taking the message of Guru Nanak across borders. So it was the message of love, universal brotherhood and how the new idea or the new philosophy which was being given by Nanak which was open for everybody. He wanted that everybody should be equal in the society and anyone who has a faith in what he is preaching can come to him. So, this is more about that message of universality and equality of man, which we should be more concerned about. And in this context, if we see the cross-border relations, I think it would be much clear for us that it's not just about politics, it's not just about the agenda some so-called politicians may have behind it, but it is more about how we are bringing humanity closer to each other and how we are initiating the bond of love between them.
1: Ambassador Tripathi, as Dr. Rupam pointed out, this is more about humanity. We also see that this has also seen a unique feature in the sense that this has seen the coming together of two nations, which are usually not able to agree on too many things. Do you feel that that is one positive side of Kartarpur Sahib, that we have actually seen things working in a positive, good fashion, in a religious fashion also, but also politically maybe we can say that this is one positive we have seen of late?
2: Certainly, this is a positive
1: development
2: and it is a welcome development. Now, given the relationship between our two countries, if this had happened between any two countries, this corridor would be like a bridge of understanding and friendship and goodwill and love. But given the tricky and the tense situation of Indo-Pak relations, I personally feel that we should be a little cautious and not get too euphoric. From the religious point of view, from the social point of view, this is a very welcome development. But if you are suggesting that this would bring about a change in India-Pakistan relations, then I would say we have to wait and see.
1: Dr. Rupam, how do you feel about the fact that at one point, we have Pakistan saying that this is like Makkah for the Sikh community. But at the same time, we have also had a very to and froth discussion with Pakistan about visa, about carrying passports, about the fee that will be charged to the pilgrims that will go there. Do you feel, given the historical significance, given the religious sentiments attached to
3: Kartarpur Sahib, how do you see these technicalities playing into the situation? If we talk about the technicalities, we need to stick by it because after all, it is concerned with the security and the safety of the people in both the nations. And obviously, it's go a long way with us in the future Indo-Pak relations also. So, technicality is one part of the whole story. And if we see it in the historical context or as such the historic significance of the whole gesture which is being made by both the nations, I'll say, I think, yes, it is a path-breaking decision. And to me, I just want to look behind it rather than just looking into this particular gesture that yes, people are crossing the border and they are about to visit the place of Katarpur. For me, Katarpur is important because of the reason why it was being established and by whom it was being established and what was the actual purpose behind that. That is, for all of us, that is more important because it was Guru Nanak only when he emphasizes that it's not just about telling stories, it's not just about if you have some kind of scriptures or banis, you should not gone reading it blindly, it is more concerned with how you understand it and how you apply it to your life. So, if it comes to visiting Kathapur also, we need to be concerned about understanding the message of Nanak and what he was talking about, his message of love, his message of unity. And when he says that as a human being, you should be concerned about your social values and responsibilities. And that is the right way, moving ahead on which we can be better citizens and we can be better human beings also.
1: Ambassador Tripathi, taking the discussion a little forward, we've also seen that the Sikh diaspora all over the world, and we've seen a lot of Sikhs from Canada and other countries are coming to India, especially for the inauguration tomorrow. And they are likely to form a large part of the community that will be present there tomorrow. How do you feel this plays into the diaspora politics when it comes to India's own foreign policy and international diplomacy? Because we have seen that Kartarpur Sahib is likely to become a point where Sikhs from all over the world would want to make a pilgrimage, they would like to come. So how is this playing into what we of late have been talking diaspora politics?
2: The diaspora has a lot of fervor and attachment to not just its religion, but the gurus who launch the religion. So in that sense, one can understand the feeling of excitement and the fervor that goes into making of this thing and into the pilgrims actually going there. For India, the diaspora is very important. We've cultivated the diaspora and it's a two-way traffic. I believe, I'm told, that the Punjabi and the Sikh diaspora from different countries has sent in millions of dollars for the building of the Qatarpur complex. So it is not just the government of Pakistan, but these donations which have come and so with such an open heart and with so willingly. Now, once we start sending the jathas in, then... The hope is that this will create better goodwill. Of course, as Dr. Rupam said, it will help to disseminate the message of Guru Nanak, which is a universal message, and which is true even today and will be forever. But also at the same time, she also pointed out that we have to be a little careful because the security of our country is concerned. Now, you mentioned that there was this duality of approach by the Pakistan government on whether passports are needed by pilgrims or not needed or just a valid ID will do and that they did not have to register 10 days in advance. All that was said by Prime Minister Imran Khan on the 1st of November. Subsequently, the spokesman the pakistan army came out and said no everyone will have to carry a passport and i may mention that actually in the mou signed between india and pakistan it is mentioned that passports will have to be carried that is also one security requirement and it's just as well it's an unnecessary controversy that came up the other thing where again i will sound a note of caution is that For Pakistan, there have been uh, reports and people have been saying that this is a peace offering on the part of Imran Khan. But personally, I feel that we should be a little cautious. It is not just a peace offering. If you look at it carefully, it has a two-point agenda for the Pakistanis. Number 1, it is a money making proposition. If it's going to be a Mecca for the Sikhs, then think of all the pilgrims who will come in every year and the money they will spend there and the donations they will make. And secondly, one worry is that it may be used by our neighbours as a conduit for Khalistani separatism.
1: Dr. Rupam, taking forward the concerns expressed by Ambassador Tripathi, and this is a concern which we have been talking about, hearing about quite often of late, and that is the Khalistani movement, the demand for separate land. Do you feel that Pakistan might just sneak in or might try to do something? We have this, the front seems very positive, it's all about Guru Nanak's 550th birth anniversary celebrations but can we trust Pakistan not to sneak in something which they've often tried to do in the past which they seem very intent on doing every time and that is this mention or reference or maybe try to revitalize a movement which is quite dead now the demand which was there at one point of time for a separate land Khalistan I would say
3: that yes we need to be really careful and things are not that easy or that simple which they are visible on the face value so, we need to understand that politics is highly entangled and the whole event is being highly politicized. And yes, the feelings and emotions of a community, in this particular case, Sikh community, are related to this. So, we have to take both the things hand in hand. But yes, we need to be rational and we need to be aware of what the political development were and are at present. And coming of this gesture from the side of Pakistan at this critical hour when Indo Pak relations were at a very critical stage, we need to think about it and this is something which need not be ignored.
1: Ambassador Tripathi, tomorrow we will see the inauguration and India sends two ministers, Hardeep Puri and Harsimrat Kaur Badal, will officially represent India. We will have the Pakistan Prime Minister and Imran Khan at the event. Apart from our concerns, our worries, do you feel that the blessings of Guru Nanak maybe offers these leaders because they will be there together they don't have an option they have to talk Do you feel it finally gives India Pakistan a chance perhaps to talk to initiate some kind of a conversation and a dialogue because at the end of the day India and Pakistan are neighbors and you can't change geography as they say and do you feel a sense of positivity that maybe some kind of talk can begin Our former Prime
2: Minister, Dr. Manmohan Singh, is also going to be part of the Jatai, I believe. And so there is um, every hope that what you say comes to pass. And Baba Nanak had stood for the unity of human beings, that everyone was equal and he emphasized love and goodwill and friendship. So we hope that his message, his presence and the vibrations of that place will create a positive atmosphere. But at the same time, I do want to point out that the Kartarpur Corridor comes at a time when India-Pakistan relations are at the very low This is the lowest point ever, I think, in our history of two years. Just think of Court, think of Uri, and then think of our reprisal in Balakot. And as recently, last month maybe, think of the propaganda that Pakistan launched against the abrogation of Article 370. So given these indications, one is a little skeptical of uh, what exactly will be achieved. Secondly, our contention with Pakistan is that we will not talk to Pakistan against a background of terror. We say that terror and talks don't go together. But look at the ground situation. The terrorists who have been marked by United Nations as in global terrorists, Hafiz Saeed, Adar Masood, they are moving about freely. They are giving anti-Indian speeches, incendiary speeches, provoking people. So this kind of attitude... Also, I have to mention that the pamphlets brought out by Pakistan on this very holy occasion have photographs of Khalistani separatists. Now, if we want to be friends with one another, then don't we have to take care of the sensitivities of the other party? This is what
1: actually causes the sense of doubt in my mind. Dr. Rupan, what Ambassador Tripathi has said and this is something we have seen happening in the last few days and this has caused a lot of anguish and concern in India that we saw the video that was released by Pakistan. It was a very uncomfortable Kind of a nasty almost message to India because you had the referendum 2020 you had posters flags photos of separatist leaders this is a very religious emotional event tomorrow for the Sikh community and the responsibility for this going off well lies on Pakistan also to a great extent as it lies on India but what do you make of these pamphlets, these videos that are coming out. And it is discomforting to put it very mildly. To put it more bluntly, it is a very nasty thing for Pakistan to have done. But where does it lead us, given the fact that we are headed for the inauguration of the Kartarpur corridor tomorrow, which we want to be highlighted in a very positive spirit of Guru Nanak's message of humanity and friendship to all. How does one then fix these messages which are at the opposite end of the spectrum?
3: As I said earlier also that we need to be little cautious because things are not that simple they seem to be and these latest developments in the last few days they are taking us towards a very mixed kind of feelings. we all are sitting and talking about it and what is going to happen and how things are going to turn up but then I would say that because this is something related to Kartarpur and this is something related to Guru Nanak's philosophy also so I would not miss the positive side of it and Guru Nanak has always emphasized Emphasize that dialogue is a great thing and dialogue can always make things work. So it is a very complex situation between the two nations and if something bad happens in the future, that is going to affect masses. It's not just a little number of people who will be affected, it would actually be the masses who will be suffering and being affected. So, if things work out in a positive way, if there is any bleak possibility of things getting a better turn, I think we should go for it, we should try our best for that. And Guru Nanak has said in his Gurwani that Maybe this gives us an idea, this gives us a guidance that as far as things are in our hand, as far as we can work out things, we should move towards dialogue and this can help us in working wonders. Ambassador Tripathi, looking at the diplomatic aspect of the Kartarpur
1: corridor, we have seen that India and Pakistan, there have been detailed talks, there have been detailed negotiations from both sides that this is how we should proceed. Do you feel that diplomatically this is one area where both countries can maybe feel a little pride that despite all the differences and we have, as you mentioned, we are at the worst in terms of our bilateral ties between the two nations. Do you feel that despite that fact India and Pakistan both can feel a little bit of pride that they have achieved something which has the contour or the possibility of being a positivity. I absolutely agree that both countries can take
2: satisfaction from the fact that this has come to pass, that they have cooperated with one another to the extent that today it is a reality. We have been talking about the corridor for the last 20 years but now finally over the last couple of years this has come to fruition and if this is an indication of what we can do together then the sky is the limit. So this is a very positive development in that sense. And I only hope that better sense prevails on the other side to see what can be achieved by cooperation and by eschewing confrontation.
1: Ambassador Tripati, just to press you a little more on this point, if we were to leave the religious sentiment aside for a while, what do you think has been the political gain for Pakistan through this?
2: You would remember that uh, for Pakistan, terrorism has been a matter of state policy. They have used it to further their national interests, whatever they think are their national interests. And I would be very surprised if they gave it up tomorrow. Either there has to be a serious change of mindset, and that too at the part of uh, the Pakistan Army and their intelligence agencies, which are the more rabid ones. Prime Minister Imran Khan has made all the friendly noises, but we have seen in the past also that he has been overruled by the army. So, if this development, which is a positive development, if this can go further and lead to other cooperation, I think we need a serious mindset change on the part of the Pakistan Army and on their readiness to give up terrorism as a matter of state policy.
1: Dr. Rupam, we also see that through the Kartarpur corridor, we will finally accomplish what we have been talking for a very long time, the people-to-people contact. And this corridor will actually facilitate a movement between the borders, which for a long time we didn't think was possible between India and Pakistan. How do you think this people-to-people contact, this free movement finally, will affect the feelings, the
3: sentiments which one attaches with one another's country? This is uh, help promoting goodwill between the people of the two nations and I have always felt that if you go to the common people they don't have that kind of differences they are in fact very much keen to meet each other in fact they want to visit people on the other side places on the other side and they have their memories their generations have been uh, living on the other side of the border in many of the cases so they have some stories being told by their grandparents and they have that kind of oral memories with them. So it has always been something which always makes them keen to meet each other, to talk to them. There are exhibitions which is a very simple example that there have been exhibitions in India and Delhi also. We go to exhibitions where people from Pakistan come and we all are so excited to be there to talk to them and we just love when they talk to us in the language which is almost common Punjabi. Now the script is different but still the culture we share the language we share, the history and the past we share remains the same and so we should not neglect that past which is very important and it's not the masses which are divided it is actually the politics which is trying to divide the masses so I think this gesture is the positive one yes and suspicions are very much there but if we take the things from the grassroots level or from the people the common masses I think this is going to help
1: Ambassador Tripathi, as Dr. Rupam pointed out, people have shared histories across the border and this is something we have seen on display whether it is in films, it is in literature, we have seen this shared history which is a very emotional, sentimental thing for people of all generations but I would say there is a contradiction. You have a shared history where you feel a lot of emotion and sentiment but you also have the present in which the emotions have gone in the other direction where you feel that maybe there is a sense of envy, there is the sense of hatred which comes from Pakistan to India and you see that at various forms whether it is cross-border terrorism and it is other forms. How does one make sense of this contradiction? It's very difficult to make sense of this contradiction. <laughs> if we could have made sense of it,
2: we would have resolved this problem. But between India and Pakistan, there is a love-hate relationship. On the one hand, we share so much as both of you have said. We share a history, a civilization, a culture, a language, a literature food, social customs and yet on the other hand there are these feelings of envy that is important of envy. You would be surprised in the maths which Pakistan government gives to its students. India is shown as equal to Pakistan so Pakistan is shown as much bigger than it is and it's so childish you can't fight for geography as you also said but this is what so this is where envy comes in and that's why I said that there has to be a certain change of mindset but again the people-to-people contact that you both mentioned is again very important because maybe this will create a lobby of goodwill between the two countries Today, what is the situation? The voice of the people in Pakistan is not heard. Once this voice will be heard, then I agree with Dr. Rupam. I've served in Karachi that the people actually want friendship with India because they are bothered about their roti, Kapra or makan, and not about fighting wars with India. But it has to come from the top and that top is their army and their intelligence agencies. So if the people's voice becomes strong enough. If the people-to-people contact between the two countries develop in that direction, then I think we have every hope for the future.
1: Dr. Rupam, taking this theme a little further and as Ambassador Tripathi also pointed out, we've always had this love-hate relationship with Pakistan and we had a complicated relationship with a state which is neighbouring with which we have a shared history and now finally we open the border, very limited border but we're still opening a border which for a long time we never thought was possible between the two nations and there will be some people to people contact. Do you feel that people on both sides as you yourself had mentioned because you share a common language? You share a common culture and share a common history or sense of past history which is common. Do you feel that ultimately it has the power to affect or as you had said politics is different. It has the power to seep into politics
3: of today. Politics is a social construct. Politics emanates out of the conditions and situations of the society only. If you go back to past, you will realize that yes, it has been a dominating factor, but it is at the end of it, it is society itself, which evolves politics and the basic crunch of politics, the essence of politics keeps on changing. It moves with what the popular idea is. So if masses are aware and if they have a strong agreement on a particular issue, that can help change these political authorities their mind or at least they will sit and think about it that what should be done next so masses and what they are thinking how they want the things to be that goes a long way and yes the politics has to evolve as far as the common will is and yes, I would say here that as you mentioned earlier also that on the side of the Pakistan they are doing some nasty things as they are showcasing the picture of the Nelsingh Singh Bhindranwala, and there is much discussion about Khalistan movement and if you go back to Punjab in the remote areas of Punjab, people hardly know anything. They know it but they are not much interested in Khalistan as Ambassador Sipati said that people are much engrossed with the issues of Roti Kapra and makan, and that's it. So, the agenda of the masses what they want, what they aspire is not khalistan in india what they aspire is they want to move towards the other side of the border they want to visit their historical places they want to sense the vibes there the place where their guru had resided for the last 19 to 20 years of his life where he actually brought his whole philosophy into application and the final aim he had The final aim he had was uniting the people. It was not just about few communities, few religions, but it was a universal aim which he uh, carried through. So I think this is more important we should understand. Ambassador Tripathi, as we head towards
1: tomorrow and we will see a historic development tomorrow and we will see the opening of the Kartarpur corridor and Guru Nanak's message will be out on display. For our listeners, if you give us a brief as to how that message ties to the present world today, despite all the negativities we have attached to a lot of things, our bilateral ties and the problems that India-Pakistan fail, Still, what is the positivity of the message that comes out of Kartarpur and the message that is of Guru Nanak, which is universal and which is reminded to us every day and which will be highlighted tomorrow. As
2: I see it, Guru Nanak Dev Ji's message was very clear and very simple. And that was a message of love, goodwill and equality among people and brotherhood among people. That is why he started this tradition of Langar. It was not just food security. It was so people of different of society, the rich and the poor, the nobility and the mundane workers, the women and men, his news and Muslims, they would all come and sit down together and eat a simple meal cooked in the same kitchen. And if you think about it at that time, 550 years ago, this is a revolutionary idea. So this is his message of oneness and of course of honest living, of earning your living and not begging, of sharing with the community and of remembering the name of God. But the main message is a message of love and compassion. If that message can come across, then I think this bodes well, even for our bilateral diplomatic relations.
1: Dr. Rupam, just briefly your final thoughts on the Kartarpur corridor and the message of Guru Nanak.
3: I think it is a good move and yes, we need to be aware and we need to be very cautious about how things are going to work out, how things will take shape. Probably tomorrow we will get the highlights of it and looking at the side of the significance of this move, I would say that yes, this was something which the sick people long cherished. They wanted to visit and they wanted to be a part of that place since long so it is going to be a path breaking event, a remarkable event and yes, I would say that the message of Gurnanath can be just included in this phrase when he says that Nam karo van chako. So I think this is going to take the philosophy and the message of Nanak ahead to the masses and his message is going to live till eternity and I think the Kartarpur Corridor will help us understand to take the message of Nanak to the people around the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you were listening to a discussion on significance and historical perspective of Kartarpur Corridor. The participants were Shashi Uban Tripathi, former diplomat, and Professor Rupam Kaur from Delhi University. Simran Sodi, journalist, initiated and moderated the discussion. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. You can also listen to this program on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com. You can also follow us on the News on AIR app, for quick news updates.